0: From the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C.
1: Well, Mr. Johnson, we're going to start off. Right. I want you to tell me how you got your name. I got my name from President Jeff Davis, the President of the Southern Confederacy. He owned my grandfather and my father. He brought them from prison, Virginia. My grandfather was a blacksmith. My father was a young kid, wasn't grown. And my father had learned how to write a little bit in Richmond Communion before he brought him down there. Grandpa used to keep chalk in his shop to mark the other things. And my father took a piece and put it in his pocket and passed in front of Martha Jeff's house, he ran right on the sidewalk. And so one morning Martha Jeff came by and saw us right on the walk. He goes back and asked the cook, who lived near Eliza? He's right on the sidewalk. Who died out there? Say, I don't know, Master Jeff. They come out there, I'll show you that I can read. So he read it. He said, me lad, if you can find her, I might walk out there. I can't like store and give you put it dress. She said, yes, Master Jeff. So one morning, she's out, put out some fish water. And she cleaned out this pan, and she looked around, and saw my father down with me right on the sidewalk. She told Master Jeff. Master Jeff's son from the boy, to come comes to the shop, come to the house, and uh, asked him to him how to write he said, Mars Jeff, I don't know how to write, listen to me. Little white boy, I don't know how he down here. He did, yes. He gave him pencil. He was like, write my name. He's my father named Isaiah. He told me Mike. Write my name. He wrote Jeff Davis' name. He wrote Joe Davis. He wrote Joe Davis. He wrote Vicksburg. He wrote Vicksburg. He, wrote Vicksburg. he said, uh-huh, I got to ask you. And then him back to the shop. And Mars Jeff sent listening to me. And he got two teachers. He opened a night nice school. He educated all those niggas. He made my father a civil engineer. And they made Connaughton Montgomery his bookkeeper. And on and on, they made different ones eating farms, cotton, sawmills, gins, all that. That's the equivalent of, of, of my father and Connaughton Montgomery. Connaughton was born, days of men. He was born on a Hurricane Patricia. Just a giant through the biofuel. I was born on biofuel. Master Jeff had five. There's no way. Hurricane, Byfield, Hurricane, Palmeier, and Lake Place. It all belonged to Mars, Jeff. And uh, he had all those niggas from different places, all the to come back to school, night school, and give them all a farm education. When it all got free, they could get it itself.
0: Welcome to the American Folklife Center's podcast series, Voices from the Days of Slavery, Stories, Songs, and Memories. Drawn from the unique collections of the Center's archive, the series presents first-person accounts of African Americans whose experiences spanned the last years of slavery. They were recorded during the 1930s and 1940s, most often for the large-scale documentation projects sponsored by New Deal agencies during and after the Great Depression. Many of these recordings survive only as fragments and the audio quality occasionally suffers due to the deterioration of the original recorded media. Nevertheless, the compelling voices of these individuals transport the listener to a defining period in this country's history. In this interview from 1941, Mr. George Johnson of Mound Bayou, Mississippi, shares memories of slavery times, including his relationship with Jefferson Davis, president of the Confederacy, the interviewers are Charles Johnson, Lewis Jones, John Work, Elizabeth and Alan Lomax.
1: know what, not we Who beat him? He has gone. He my Once my was going to land in the boogie, in the hack, the gate was locked. The same old man I tell you about, old man Jack Rayner. he got to the gate. He said, my just this gate's locked. He said, well, Jack, it's locked. It's my gate. bring it down. My gate, some of the boys picked it up, and Jack did break down the gate. You took fence down and go on from there. And they wag them on behind, you understand, with the band cams and lens. And when they come back, the fence up that's the ripple of Mars Jeff and his, his Negro. And when they met his Negro on the road, first thing Mars Jeff was looking about and seeing exactly his hat done. And everyone wanted to give him the same thing back, get him on, and uh. You want to pass that one day on Lick Please? He told Mr. Covyan, said Mr. I'm going home tomorrow. He don't get to feed my niggas. And they get to land by the by crops. cops. them be with them cut But don't disturb him. I want him undisturbed. If anything happening to any of my niggas, you wait to see Mr. Davis. And don't forget I'm Mr. Davis. See, my niggas is my summer shade. He's my winter fire. He's my umbrella. Don't disturb him. Tell me how uh the this- the story as to how uh, Isaiah T. Montgomery's father saved the plantation during the Civil War for him? Yes, yeah, well, when, when, when uh, the Yankees was coming south, to look after little places down there, they robbed somebody. I'm Ben see I'm Ben went to Ole Miss, Miss Irene, his wife. Ole so Miss, I got to go to Richmond, I got to see my Jeff. You don't want to see my Jeff, see? I got to see him. You no, can him, Ole Miss, you can't do no good. Okay, I don't want to see you, I want to see my Jeff. I want a passport. Tell me the to see Master Jeff. So, they are giving Ben the passport. And I want a passport. You got some bread in the sack. And I want a and the you. by I want to I want a and Jeff to to come on, Do Who that? Come in. Walk okay, in there. Hi, Master Jeff. Hey, Ben's going in. I can see you, Master Jeff. Ben, down and tell me all you know. everybody. Know? Hey, everybody. Well, Jeff, but somebody come to see you. What is Ben? The master Jeff. The Yankees coming south near Pittsburgh, they're coming down south, getting our white folks land and robbing the nigger, stealing all the mules, and then sealing up Davis' land. Here's what I want you to do. I said, What is it, Ben? I want you to give your land to me so I'll have it. He said, Dame, I'm going to do to group. I said, Don't you belong to me? The land's mine, you mine. We got that going to go to the Yes, he's are going to do, master Jeff. You're going to do. I said, how you know? Say, said, can't you free me? He said, my God, free me, man. Master, you here's the 8th Ben, you right. right. He took a bin up to the Sanhedrin coast, and D.J. landed here in Friesen, and made notes on no, no unpaid, you understand? The three, four, unpaid, and signed back home, and then the Yankees got down to the our home there. The Yankees come, you understand, and ask Davies' land, Davies' farm. he got no land. Who land is here? It belongs to Ben Montgomery. Why is Ben Montgomery? Your honor is. Come here, Ben. It's your land? Yes. Where did you get that? Both my old master. He called, my, called Mrs. That's what bring those pills, you understand? Sure, it comes. Raise those notes and pills, you understand? Uh huh. Then is your land. I don't want to write I don't want no kind of Negro land. Right on. I don't want to In my land, talk. And when freedom time comes back, Master Jeff, come on home, you understand? In the middle of and he gave him cutting million money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you started to tell me about this band that uh, Jefferson Davis organized for his slaves. Yes, he organized that band for his Negroes. And these uh, been on biased plantation. And he hired a man in Bisbury named Charles Morgan to boy. boys music. And he talked to those boys' music. I got so he could play, he escorted him from landing at home in a wagon and marched up being hacked. And the band was played for him going and coming. And uh, after he got so he could play, he bought him a uniform. And he named that band the Davis Bend Band. He escorted How everywhere he went. How many, pieces were, how, many, how many pieces were in the band? Yeah, 14. 14 men in the band. 14 men. What kind of music did they play? Do you remember any of the pieces they played? Oh Lord, yes indeed. No, I played myself. Played Grand National, Fourth Watch, East Richmond. Mount Rose, Dream On, Fleas the Bird to his Mountain, Not Guilty, Band Favourite, I'm a Soldier, Found Quick Step, all that kind of stuff. We played I played myself. I had dancers. They had dancers. They had dancers, you know. This, 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 quite a Quartable. And danced, uh, 32 on set, and 24 on set. They had this thing called Palmage Your Partner. And dancing your partner, I got and Palmage Your Swing. All oh, that kind of stuff, you understand, see? And, uh, and Palmage Your Partner, they finally went to the bar. You had a bar, you know, I bought candy and so on, I guess you know. And apples and Orange, you understand? They carried a partner and spin a dime a quarter on it, buying candy. Couple, I guess you know. You never had no soda water, you understand? Know I they had, uh. Meeting the but what year did you leave the, uh, leave Davis's band? These band left these in the year of 84. They had been conniving from Vicksburg. When he came to the year of Vicksburg and, and stayed there, until the 87. They were getting in touch with, with Major McGinnis, his father-in-law, who was one of the Super Buyer Railroad Company, he's a white man, I understand, see? and given this part of this land we you dig out of here and make it, you said it was Negroes, and they got in the come here and got this land. I came with me another boy named Sheldon Allen, his father, his stepfather right, and my father, he took me from Montgomery, in his fellow's country, you understand? And i uh, York saying? And this land, you understand? See, in, in, in December, in January, he moved two times a year. Sheldon Allen's mother was put on cook the bread here. Cook the bread here in 87, on a stump, all in deep out Cooked it, cook on a stump. Enough yet bread, enough yet bread. A ago, walked up here, you understand, and while the men had made some staves, cross ties, they took the slabs, put them up, and made a shack. And that evening, she cooked that bread on the stump, that to the shack, that out of stump, to made a big fire. We made a big fire for her and uh, it was cold, put those coals, put on the stump, and put the skillet on there, you understand, put the lid on the skillet, and put the coal on top of the lid, and we got bread. And you got the first bread that How many of you been? It's four year. Oh, yeah. Four years last year. That's it. Well, how many uh, families were here the next year? Next year? Oh, we got we had about fifteen families the next year. just about fifteen families next year. We had about fifteen families come here, but they not the next year. They come to advertising understand getting people come here. Come from the old country, the south can stand, see. Come either come by by litter and by advertising people newspaper, you, that, 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 you know what I got you know, he trying to around through around the country. They all come here on of they know what he was trying to do. So all the folks land, come to Leaves and where we left these men, they all come to the Bend. They come across a little new town, out to the Hills, from Pittsburgh, come back right to Coutin because they know what he's trying to do. Give them all the home. And they put that land, and it's gone though now. Land here, the folks all gone. Well, when, when would you say that you had your greatest prosperity here? Greatest prosperity? in life we had here when Cousin I and live in Charles Banks and John Francis. They revealed the life of Mount Since they gone, well, Mount Bae's gone. There's no backbone. There's no backbone in, in this curriculum here at all. You need somebody like getting get in front. They, every, every gang has needs to have a leader. His gang chickens got to have a leader. Well, they got no leadership.
0: That concludes this program of the American Folklife Center's podcast series, Voices from the Days of Slavery Stories, Songs, and Memories. This episode was produced and edited by Guha Shankar, American Folklife Center, and Lisa Carl, North Carolina Central University. The audio engineer was Jonathan Gold, American Folklife Center. The website for the online collection, Voices from the Days of Slavery, Former Slaves Tell Their Stories, was developed by John Barton and the Library's American Memory Project team. To hear and read the unedited version of Billy McRae's story, along with other personal accounts of slavery days, please visit the Library of Congress website memory.loc.gov slash slash collections slash voices. This has been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.